Shalom to all. Today's office is getting Dafchav Gimel. We are starting Chav Beis Amud Beis on the bottom with the brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sar, Basar Biakov Meisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yechmiel Mardochai Ben Rabchaim, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Hakol Kshay and Lichtav Saget. Everyone's kosher to write a get. A filu chershait of a katan, even a chershait and a katan. A chersh is someone who's deaf mute, a shaita is a shaita, and a katan is someone who's on the bar mitzvah. The Mishnah continues, Ha'isha Kasevis says, Gita, Ha'ish Kasevis Shaivrai, a woman could write her own get, and a man can write his own receipt that he paid the ksuba. And the reason why this is okay is because Sha'an came again, El Bachasamov. The kima of the get comes with his signatures. So even though she wrote something that he's really supposed to be writing and giving to her, or he wrote something that she's supposed to be writing and giving to him, it doesn't make a difference. As long as we have kosher Adam signing it, and the right person gives it to the right Person, so everything's okay. Now the Gemara asks on the first part of the Mishnah. who these people, a chershait and a katan, they're not bnei daya. Now what does that mean? They're not bnei daya. They don't have das. So the best way to translate das would be mental competence. And we know throughout Mishnah and Gemara that a cheresh, a shait, and a katan are all considered to be halachically mentally incompetent. So how are they able to write a get? We know that it has to be written lishma, and they're not able to write something lishma. They don't have the das for that. So Rav Huna, Rav Huna answers. This is referring to a situation where there's a gadol standing over this person writing the get telling them, write a lishma, meaning write it for this man and for this woman. So it's considered like in that case, they do have das, because they're going to listen to this gadol telling them what to do, and therefore we have a kasher get. But I'm like, if that's really so, we have a gabov and a yid standing over him, that should be kasher, because the yid should be able to tell the guy, okay, write it for this person and that person. And if you want to suggest, that's so, meaning you're right. If there's a yid standing over a guy telling him what to write, then it would be a kasher get. That can't be because of a tanya for Bryce that says, Puzzle, that a guy is not allowed to write a get. So he answered, there's a difference. The guy, he's doing it on his own, according to his own das. Even if he has a yid standing over him, telling him, have in mind that you're writing it for Ruvain and Rachel, your next door neighbor. Since this guy himself is a bar das, so he very possibly is thinking about somebody else, maybe some other Ruvain and some other Rachel. So therefore we can't have a guy writing a get. But then Hadar Mervenach went back and he said, the really lavnil seed Amri, that which I just said is not so. Meaning a guy would be allowed to write a get if there's a yid being Ayman al-Gabov telling him him had to have in mind. And where do we see this from? Since we pass a guy from being a shliach, hava means bringing, meaning since we pass a guy from bringing a get, from being a shliach for a get, that implies when it comes to writing a get, a guy would be kosher to write a get. What do you mean? We just quoted a brass that says that a guy is not allowed to write a get. The answer is no. That's Rebbe Lazar. That says that it's the Edim Asir that bring about the kosher of the get. And according to Rebbe Lazar, the Ksiva also has to be Lashma, as opposed to Rebbe Meir that holds that it doesn't have to be Lishma and only the Chasima does. And over here, when we're talking about writing a get, a guy for sure is going to do it according to his own knowledge, the way he wants to write it, not the way the Yid tells him to write it. And therefore, this breath that says that a guy is not allowed to write a get is a contra Belazar, not a contra Meir. And over Nachman, Nachman says, I'm Rahayar of Meir. Of Meir says, I feel Ashba, even if a get was found in the garbage, and he signed it and gave it to her, Kasher, it's 100% Kasher. But now, Esri Rav Nachman, Rav Asr of Nachman, the Pasuk tells us of a Kasavla, that he writes it for her. And what does that teach us? Lishma that has to be written Lishma. Now, my love, Ksivis Haget, doesn't mean that we're talking about the writing of the get. The get has to be written Lishma. So we answer, It means that the signing of the Edim has to be done Lishma. But Aisei Ravi continues asking, We have a memory, Any get that wasn't written Lishem, the woman is Puzzle. So we see very clearly that it has to be written Lishma. So we answer, No. What you should really say is that any get that was signed, Now, Aisei, we have another question. The memory tells us, When he writes it, It's as if he's writing it Lishma. Now, what 
that mean? My love doesn't it mean that when he's writing the tariff, which is the central part of the get, he writes that lishma. It's as if he's writing the typhus lishma, and that's what the member is telling us. So we see that the whole get has to be written lishma. So Gemara says, like Really, what it means is that when it's signed lishma, it's as if it was written lishma as well. So again, we don't have a riot that has to be written lishma. Alternatively, we could say that all these that we just quoted is really Rebel Azar. The Amar Rebel Azar holds Eid Messiah Karti. And as we had just said before, and Rebel Azar holds Eid Messiah Karti, that means that it does have to be written Lishma. And as we had said also, Rebbe Hudam Rashmul tells us, Vushashir Makama Tairef, this is referring to leaving the place of the Tairef, meaning the essential part of the get was left over, so that could be written Lishma. The place of the Tairef was left over, for Rebel Azar, he, and that's according to Rebel Azar. However, Rebbe Zerika, Amr Rebbe Yechanan, Eina Taira. Rebbe Zerika says, Bashem Rebbe Yechanan, Eina Taira, which means we don't have to follow this. Now we ask, my Eina Taira, what does that mean? We don't have to follow this. Amr Abba, over here, Amish is teaching us that there's no kayach to lishma, which means there's no need to write the get lishma as long as it's signed lishma. For Rav Meir, he, and it's going to Rav Meir, the Amar, Karti, that says that it's Eidi Chasimah that are Iker over here, and therefore it doesn't have to be written lishma. Ask the Gemara, hold on a second, how could Rabbi Yechanan say that? From Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan quote Rabbi Yechanan saying, the Rabbi Lazar, he, Amish is Rabbi Lazar, not Rav Meir. So Gemara says that's not a problem. It's Machlekas Amirayim, what Rabbi Yechanan said. Did he say that Amish is Rabbi Meir, or did he say it's Rabbi Lazar. But again, in order to answer for our Mishnah, we could say that our Mishnah is Rab Meir that says that Edichasima Karti, and therefore the get itself does not have to be written Lishma, and that's why a guy would be allowed to write a get with a yid being Aymed al Gabav. And moving on to another Mishnah, the Mishnah tells us that everyone is permitted to bring a get, meaning there could be a Shliach to bring the get from the husband to the wife, except for Kharshat or Katon, Visuma and someone blind, and a guy. Now, what about the following scenario? A Katon received the get in order to bring it to the woman, and then he became a Gadol, he became Bar Mitzvah. He was a Kharish when he received it, but then he became regular. He got opened up and he was able to hear and speak. Suma, he was blind when he received it. Minispatach, and his eyes opened up and he became able to see. Shaita Vinishtafa, he was a Shaita, but then he became normal. Avikham Vinisgayer, he was a guy when he received the get, but then he underwent Gerus. In all these cases, puzzle. They're still puzzle. They're not allowed to continue bringing the get on to the woman. Avil, however, let's say he was Pikech when he received it, meaning he was normal. Then he became a Kharash, and then afterwards he became regular again. Pasuach, Nispatach. Let's say he was able to see, and then he became momentarily blind, and then he became able to see again. Or he was normal, then he became a Shaita, and then he became normal again. Kosher, in all these cases, they're Kosher, they're allowed to continue bringing the get. And Zakal, this is the rule. Anyone that started out, and ended off with 100% das, so they're kosher to bring the get. Even though momentarily, maybe they became a shaitor, they became a cheresh, since all turned out well and they became normal, so they're allowed to continue their shlichas. Now the Gemara on the Mishnah. We understand that cheresh and katan are not bringing get because they're lab deya. They're not halachically mentally competent. We understand the guy as well, the lab baharateruhu, because he's not a baharatera. He's not involved in getting kiddushin, so he can't be a shliach for one. El asuma, my lie. Why can't asuma, why can't a blind person bring a get? What's wrong with a blind person? So I'm he answers, That's because he doesn't know whom he's taking it from and who he's giving it to. So it's a technical issue. Now, Maskel Rav Yosef, Yosef asks, How would a blind person be mutter to be with his wife? How would a regular person be mutter to be with their wife at night? Maybe they're going to get mixed up with another woman. And obviously, we know that there's no issue. So why is it they're allowed to be with their wives? Rather, because they recognize their voice. So 
to over here. But if he has Eino Dekala, we could say the blind person recognizes the voice of the husband and the wife, and so he should be allowed to be a Shliach. Why can't a Suma be a Shliach for a get? So Alam Rav Yesser, Rav Yesser answers, Hachabu Chasar Saskino, and over here we're talking about Chutzla Aretz. Dubai Lemeim, Fainachtam, Fainachtam, he has to say, Fainachtam, Fainachtam, Volemati Lemeim, or he can't say that because he's blind. So he clearly didn't see it being written or signed. But now I'm going to lay a bay. A bay asks Rav Yesser, that's really so. Pasuach Menistama, the Matzi Amar, Hachanami the Kasher. Someone who wasn't blind, he was able to see, and then he became blind, so he should be allowed to be a Shliach for a get. He should be Kasher. Vaktani, however, the Mishnah said, Pasuach Menistama, Vachazm Nispatach, Kasher. If he was able to see, then he became blind, and then he once again became able to see, then he's a Kasher Shliach. What do we learn from there? Chazan Nispatach in. That's only if he once again was able to see. But Loi Chazan Nispatach Loi, if he remained blind, it's mashma that he's not allowed to be a Shliach. Why not? According to you, Rav Yosef, he should be allowed to be a Shliach because he saw the writing and signing of the get, so he still could say, Bifan Nechta, Bifan Nechta, even though currently he's blind. But then the Gemara answers this question. So, really, that is the halacha, that even this person did not regain his vision and he remained blind, he is able to deliver the get. So, why is it mashma not like that in the Mishnah? That's because since we have another case in the Mishnah that says that he was normal, then he became a shaita, then he became normal again. And Taima over there, the only reason why he's allowed to be a shliach is because of Chazam Mishtapa. It's because he became normal again. But if he didn't become normal again, so of course he's not allowed to be a shliach in that case. So, that's why in the case of the blind person, it says that he was able to see, he became blind, and then he was able to see again. Because we just want to keep it parallel with all the cases. But even if this blind person did not regain his vision, he still would be allowed to be a shliach. Now, Ravashi Ravashi says, they cannot be actually dug like that. Dictani, because the Mishnah says, Zahaklal, this is the rule. Anyone that started out and ended off with das, so he's a kasher shliach. But like Katani, the Mishnah does not say, anyone who started out and ended off in a state of kashras, they're kasher. Shemami, we see from here that even if someone ended off not in a state of kashras, namely, they became blind, still they're allowed to be a shliach because they started out in a state of kashras, meaning they started out being able to see. Now they can say, even though now they can't see, they're still a kasher shliach. And another question. Is Evid allowed to be a shliach to receive a get for a wife from her husband? Now, over here, we're talking about a shliach le Kabbalah, a shliach to accept the get for her, meaning once the shliach receives the get, she's automatically divorced. And over here, we're talking about a person who's not his or her Evid. He just has the status of an Evid. He's an Evid Kanani. He's a not Jewish slave. Is he allowed to accept a get for her from the husband? So, Amr we told them, from the fact that our Mishnah apostles a guy from being a shliach as we had just said, a guy is not allowed to be a shliach to bring a get. Chavkim lo rebeiz on top. Mechla that implies the eved kasher that the eved is allowed to be a shliach lahaylacha, and by that same token, he would be allowed to be a shliach lekabala as well. However, Amar Avasi, Amar Biyachanon, Eino eved nasu shliach kabala get leishim yad baila. An eved is not allowed to be a shliach to accept the get for a woman from her husband. Why? If he shenim b'tars getting the kedushin because he's not in the whole parsha of getting in kedushin, so therefore he can't be a shliach. Now, Maskalar Blazer Blazer asks, time that means that the reason why he's not allowed to be a shliach is b'milsa delesa because he's not. Involved in getting in kedushin, so he can't be a shliach. Habib Milsa that you say kosher. That's mashah. It's something that he is involved halachically in. He would be kosher to be a shliach for. But that's a problem because a guy and a kusi they are involved in truma of their own goods. Then now we have a mishnah. If a guy or kusi they have produce and let's say they were given produce by Israel, so it's chayiv in truma and they take truma off of that, it's a hundred percent valid truma. However, mishnah says. 
a guy takes truma off of a yid's produce, even if the yid told him to do so, it's not valid truma. My time away is that lav mishum isn't because the chesivet says in the pasuk gamatem. Also, you and what do we learn from this pasuk? Matam Yisrael, Ashlachachem Yisrael. Just like you're a yid, your shliach also has to be a yid. So how can Rabbi Yechon say that Eved isn't allowed to be a shliach for a get because he isn't in the parasha of getin, which is mashma the things that he is halachically involved in, he could be a shliach for. Halay, we just said very clearly that it's simply a pasuk. The apostles want from being a shliach if they're not a yid. So Amid Be'er Rabbiyana, the Be'er Rabbiyana said, Loy, that's not the proper way to understand the pasuk. How do we understand this pasuk of gamatem? Matem b'nei bris, afshulchachem b'nei bris. Just like you are b'nei bris, so too your shliach has to be a ben bris. And a guy is not a ben bris, so he's not to be a shliach for truma. But an Eved is considered a ben bris. We know that an Eved gets a bris, so therefore he is able to be a shliach for a get. And we continue with this. Amar Abchiyah Abba, Amar Abchiyachanon, Eno Eved Nasr Shlich HaKabal Get Ishim Yad Baila. An Eved is not allowed to be a shliach to accept a woman's get from her husband. Lefisha Eno Betar's Get in Mikidushin, because he's not Betar's Get in Mikidushin. Now, even though we did learn, let's say a person tells his shifcha, his non Jewish maidservant, at shifcha, you still remain my shifcha, Uvladech Ben Chayrin. However, your child that you're carrying, your fetus, is Ben Chayrin, is free. So, Im Haisubara, if she happened to have been pregnant, so she's Zaycha in freedom for her Uber. This is obviously talking about where she received the get shikher for him. So she remains a shifcha, but she's able to accept a get shikher for this Uber that's in her stomach. So I think Mar asks, clarifying this, my imhaisa Ubar Zachsaloi, what does that mean? If she was pregnant, she's Zaycha in it for him. Meaning, what's unique about this halacha versus what we just said in the first part of the statement? The Nevin's not to be a shlich Kabbalah for a woman's get, but that's only because he's not halachically connected to getting in Kedushin. But we do learn from there that an Evid could be a shlich for something that they are halachically connected. To. And since a shifcha could accept her own get shikher, so of course she could accept one for her ubar. So why dafka point this out? By the way, she could accept a get shikher for her ubar. It's obvious from the first part of the statement. So the more answer is, Ki asra bar Yehuda, Amar, he said, Rabbi Yechon entarti Amar. Rabbi Yechon was telling us two things. The near midvarim, it's seeming to say, get miyad that an Eved can accept a get shikher for his friend, the Eved, from his friend's master, but he can't accept a get shikher for his fellow Eved from his own master. Meaning, Paul and John are avadim for the same master, Paul is not all except the get shechur for his friend John. And that's because anything that's given to an Eved is automatically acquired by the master. So since Paul hasn't been freed yet, he can't accept the get shechur for an Eved by the same master. But he could accept the get shechur from a different master for that other master's Eved. And if a person is going to whisper to you and say, what do you mean? How could you pass him like that? This is a clear halacha that's taught not like that. What's the halacha? If the shechur was pregnant, so she's in freedom for her ubar. And over here we see that she's receiving a get shechur from her master, and she's not being freed with it, but she's freeing her ubar, which is basically like another eved by her master. So clearly we see that it does work. So if a person's going to tell that to you, and Marloi tell him, the two gedele hadar explain this. Reb Zerav, Reb Shmuel, Reb Yitzchak, Chadam or one of them says, Hamani Rebihi. This is according to Rebbe. The Amai Rebbe says, Hamashachar Chetzi Avdai Kana. If a person frees half of his slave, so now he acquired himself, meaning he acquired half of himself. Chadam or the other one complemented this statement by explaining my time with Rabbi Baha, what's Rabbi's reasoning with this? Meaning it's really not comparable to our case because the Ubar is separate from the mother. So it's not like you're freeing half of the mother. So how are we comparing it to freeing half of a slave? The answer is, Kasavar, he holds Ubar Yarch Imayhu, that an Ubar is an extension of its mother. Literally, this means the Ubar is the thigh of the mother. And it's like he's being makna her one of her limbs. So that's the difference between these two cases. Paul can't accept to get Shechur for his friend, John, if they both work by the same master. 
master because Paul himself is not free. Meshivcha Mary is able to accept to get Shechar for the Uber inside her, even though she's not being free because her Uber is like an extension of her. It's like part of her. And we know from Rebbe that a person could free half a slave. So over here, it's like he's freeing half of his slave, the Uber, part of his Shechar. And moving on to brand new Mishnah. Even the women that are not believed to say that woman's husband died, they are believed to bring that woman's get. Now, the reason why the following women are not believed to say that that woman's husband died is because they have something against her. They have a certain Ava, a certain hatred, a certain sin towards her, and they want to try to get her. So we can't believe them when they say that her husband died. Who are these people? Chamaisa, her mother-in-law, Ubas Chamaisa, and the daughter of her mother-in-law, meaning her sister-in-law, Vitsarasa, and her co-wife, Vivimta, and her husband's brother's wife, which would be her Ivama, meaning they would end up being co-wives if one of these husbands dies without children, Ubas Baila, and the daughter of her husband. So again, none of them are believed to say that her husband died, but they are believed to bring her get. Now we ask, Ma ben get Misa, what's the difference between get and Misa? That's because Shaksav Mechiach, what's written inside, proves what actually happened. And furthermore, the Mishnah says, Ho'isha Gita, a woman herself is allowed to bring her own get, as long as she says, Now the Gemara asks, hold on, you have a brass that says, The same way they're not believed to say that her husband died, they're also not believed to bring her get. So that's a contradiction to our Mishnah. So Rav Yesvi answers, like, there's no problem. One's talking about Eretz Yisrael, one's talking about Chutzla Eretz, but Eretz, one, we're talking about Eretz Yisrael, we're not relying on anything she's saying. She doesn't have to say, she just brings a get, so she's believed. Whereas, when we're talking about a get coming from Chutzla Eretz, we have to rely on her Dibur. She has to say, so she's not trusted. Now, the opposite makes sense. But Eretz, when we're talking about Eretz Yisrael, if the husband comes to protest and say, I never had this get written, it's a forgery, we're going to listen to him, because we're able to say that this woman that brought her get really just wanted to mess her up and that she ended up forging a get. So therefore, in Eretz Yisrael, she shouldn't be believed. Whereas, if the husband comes to protest that he never had the get written, we're not going to listen to him because we have a real key on the get when it comes from Chutz Laaretz, so she should be believed in that case. And actually, we have a brass just like Abayi, a woman's believed to bring her own get based off of a kavachimer. If the women that the chamim said are not believed to say that her husband died, but they are allowed to bring her get, he, a woman herself, she's believed to say about her own husband that my husband died. Shouldn't we for sure say that she's allowed to bring her own get? From the place that you brought the kavachimer, we'll say, just like over there, that she would have to say so too in this case when she's bringing a get she would have to say so we see that since this whole discussion about a woman bringing her own get or a woman bringing somebody else's get is revolving around saying it must be like what Abai is saying is that if has to be said that we're able to trust her and we don't have to suspect that there's something fishy going on here and Ravashi Ravashi says our mission is also like that our mission says a woman herself is allowed to bring a get as long as she makes sure to say we see from here that we're discussing meaning we're going like a bay that we're talking about a get coming from now the Gemara just asks on Rav Yosef does Rav Yosef really mean to say that the Rav and the Seif of the Mishnah are talking about Chutz and the middle case of the Mishnah is talking about Eretz Yisrael now what does that mean the Rav of the Mishnah so the Rav of the Mishnah is referring to the previous Mishnah which was talking about a get coming from Chutz the middle case the Mitziyasa is the case that we're discussing right now that's Machlex between Rav Yosef and Abaye are we talking about a get in Eretz Yisrael or get in Chutz and the Seifa is the Seifa of our Mishnah that's talking about a get coming from Chutz So according to Rav Yosef, this middle case is talking about a 
a get in Eretz Yisrael, that's strange. That means the Rish and the Sefer of the Mishnah are talking about a get coming from Chutz Laaretz, whereas the middle case is talking about a get in Eretz Yisrael. And usually we don't like doing that. We want to have everything being consistent. So Gemara says, in, yes, in this scenario, that's where Rabbi Yosef learns it. The Rish of the Sefer of Chutz Laaretz, Mitzvah the Rish and the Sefer are talking about a get in Chutz Laaretz, the middle case is talking about a get in Eretz Yisrael. I mean, my, where does Rabbi Yosef get that from? Mikitani, because the Mishnah says, Ma ben get lemisa. what's the difference between get and Misa? Shaksav Mechiach, because what's written inside the get proves that this is a valid get. Veloikatani in the Mishnah does not say Shaksav Upemechiach, that what's written and what's being said proves. So it must be that this case in the Mishnah is not talking about anything being said, meaning Befainachna Fainachna is not being recited. It must be that we're talking about again in Eretz Yisrael and not in Chutz Laaretz. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up the mark, continue to explain the Mishnah. Everyone should have a wonderful day.